Welcome to Family Ties, a breath of fresh parenting education. This podcast is an audio version of the Family Ties sessions we typically hold within our district with a large audience or one-on-one with our family liaisons. We use a research-based curriculum called Practical Parenting. We know some families can attend our sessions, and this is the reason why we decided to create this podcast, available to you 24-7. This is your host, Angie Nieto. I am a family liaison with District 33. I am trained in parenting education and prevention work. This podcast is sponsored by District 33 Community Schools, and we go together for kids. There are only two lasting bequests we can hope to give our children. One of this is roots, the other wings. Holding Carter. In today's episode, we will talk about how parents can recognize, develop, and repair trusting relationships with their kids. We will have this conversation with Community Schools Coordinator at Lehman Middle School, Ms. Sierra Thomas. This is your host, Angie Nieto. Let's get started. Hi, Sierra. Thank you so much for being on here with me today. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. I am excited too. I'm going to ask you to introduce yourself. Please tell us who you are, your role with District 33, and your credentials or whatever else you want to share. So my name is Sierra Thomas, and I am the Community School Coordinator at Lehman Middle School in District 33 in West Chicago, Illinois. I've worked at the district for over five years, and I am a licensed clinical social worker. I have experiences working with children and families in a variety of settings. Right. All right, Sierra, thank you so much for sharing that with us. Um, So one of the traditions here on this podcast is to ask our guests about sharing how you practice self-care. Can you tell us a little bit about that? So I think I always go back and forth with this term. Sometimes like self-care, I'm like, oh, I'm going to go get my hair done. I'm going to get my nails done. But What I really have come to the conclusion is that self-care to me is prioritizing the fuel that my body needs to function and be successful in all aspects of my life. Um, So maintaining healthy work-life balance and knowing what ignites my fuel for, for for me that looks like spending time with my friends and my family. Um, I value those relationships and they truly keep me, they truly keep me happy. I also enjoy my me time as well. Um, So finding time to do some of my favorite hobbies, like cooking or going outside, being connected to nature, I find really helps for my, for my personal um, self-care. Awesome. Thank you for sharing that. It's so important to find what helps us and what motivates us. And that is the bell in school because we work at a school. So here we are. Um, all right. So our goal for this episode is to inform parents about 
how to form bonds with their kids mm -hmm. and recognizing, developing and maintaining and also repairing trust. Could you please explain first what trust is? So when you hear the word trust, I think of reliability and feeling safe and secure. So as a parent, you think of a time when their child had a favorite blanket or a stuffed animal. And no matter how many other objects that that child had or how worn down that stuffed animal or blanket was, the child just still wanted that particular object. Um, and so you wonder, what does that specific object mean to that child? Well, it means security and safety, comfort, you know, companionship, love and joy. And all of those are characteristics of trust. So it keeps drawing that child back for more. Um, boundaries within a parent-child relationship offer safety and security and trust. So trust is a very abstract concept. And yet to a small child, that blanket or stuffed animal is a very concrete example of trust. So basically... Trust begins from birth. Exactly. Okay. Yes. And it evolves through the different stages of life. According mm -hmm. to Erickson, there are multiple stages for in life. So for a child to move up those stages, there's something that we call a resolution of a crisis where um, they have to solve that problem to move to the next stage. And the crisis is a problem in each stage that has that has to be resolved. So can you explain maybe how this works with trust? Yeah, so Eric Erickson describes um, the eight psychosocial development stages. Um, he believes that personality is developed in a series of stages. And the first one of those starts at birth going to, through 18 months. And that is trust versus mistrust. And how he describes it is that during this stage, an infant um, is dependent on their parent for basic needs, so such as food, shelter, water, and social emotional needs to survive. During this stage, children can trust that their caregiver will provide them these things. And when that does not happen, that's kind of when that conflict occurs. And when Sorry, there's the bell again. <laughs> and so when that doesn't happen and that conflict occurs, children may have trouble trusting others or may lack um, hope. But when, ch when children successfully develop trust, they will feel safe and secure in the world. So the way that um, you move along through stages of development is through successful, successfully um, having success at each stage throughout the throughout the stages of one's life. So um, at each stage, people experience a conflict that serves as a turning point in development. If people successfully deal with the conflict, then they emerge from that stage with the psycho psychological strengths that will serve them well for the rest of their lives. However, if they fail to deal effectively with these conflicts, they may not develop the essential skills needed for a strong sense of self. Um, so the eight stages represent the developmental stages throughout a person's life. All right. So it's kind of like 
a ladder to be able to get to a place you first have to go through the, the steps and you can't get up there without, you know, passing each step as it should. So that is exactly right. <laughs> All right. So how does a healthy parent-child trust relationship look like? Or what are the characteristics of this healthy parent-child uh, trust? You know, that's a good question. I think I definitely think it it can vary from relationship to relationship to relationship. But overall, a healthy parent-child trusting relationship looks like having a relationship without fear um, and realistically trusting in oneself and one's environment and being able to confide, confide comfortably with your parent or with your child, knowing that you can be vulnerable, um, that you can expose some of your emotions and your emotions without fear or you know ridicule so i think that the trusting relationship starts um, as we discussed as early as birth and in early infancy through that bonding and attachment that we kind of touched on earlier and overall parents who are dependable consistent and offer security to their children tend to have a, a trusting relationship with their children all right, so kids need to feel secure, they need to feel safe, and, and having those set um, things from the way beginning will help to, to build on that trust and that relationship and have higher self-esteem. Right? Yeah, I, I think oftentimes many people don't realize how important that bond can be in early childhood, but it, it is, it's, very, um, it's very critical during that time. I think that like for, I'm just thinking of not everybody nurses, of course, or is able to, uh, to nurse a a baby, but I I am thinking of those mothers that, you know, have a baby and then they, they breastfeed and they're highly encouraged to breastfeed, at least for the first few days of a baby's, um, of the baby's birth to make those connections a lot faster because the baby realizes this is mom, this is who feeds me, this is who I trust, who gives me all this love through all the, you know, the, the oils and that connection, and that physical connection too, but also that trust and that relationship. So that's, that's a good picture to have. <laughs> yeah, yes, absolutely. So I was thinking about how, so we're, we're talking about building and developing these relationships, but when does it happen that maybe those relationships were built and they were doing fine, but then maybe a parent deprives the child from a trusting relationship? Yeah. So like what happens to, or what are some of the risks of that? Mm-hmm. Um, so if a parent or caregiver is inconsistent or inadequate or deprives children of an early relationship of trust, then it is possible that that child will have fear and a belief that the world is inconsistent and unpredictable. Um, So what that may lead to is the child lacking trust in other adults later in life. So having trouble really being able to trust someone. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. So how, how can parents continue to build, continue to work on a trusting relationship and especially maintaining, because I feel like we can build a strong relationship, but can we maintain a strong relationship, especially of trust, especially those years when they're like older, when they tend to 
drift off. <laughs> right. Which is bound to happen. Yes, right. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So I think, I mean, you can always, you can always work on things to maintain trust. And that might look differently in various stages of life. So just trusting the child, but at the same time, trusting the nature, you know, of a child, like you said, that they might be getting older, they might want to be with their friends a little more, they might be trying some things, but, um, you know, maybe just understanding that children make mistakes and poor choices. Um, that is just a natural part of childhood, but just keeping that warmth and affection, you know, and communicating in a mutually satisfying way with between the parent and child, setting reasonable limits for the child, um, being present, creating rituals and traditions in the home, which is my favorite, yes. um, and family, you know, maintaining love when there are times of conflict. Yeah. So it's important to to remind your children that no matter how mad I could be, no matter what you did, no matter what happens, you can always come back. This is home and there, there's love here and there's support here. Yeah. Just like reminding them of that. Can you maybe explain to us, since you touch on the subject of traditions in the home, of a family tradition that someone can develop or even like copy or adopt to their family? So I think traditions, one example of traditions can be like a family game night and just making sure, you know, that on this day of the week or one time a month, this is what we're going to do as a family to remain that non-formal, fun, open communication. And even if there's a conflict or maybe that your child does something that gets them in trouble and you can be very angry, you still have that family game night. You still have that opportunity for the child to just have that trusting um, relationship with you and know that when they make mistakes, you're still going to be there for them. You still love them. Or wide open. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, well, then lastly, I guess what I wanted to ask is... Um, once trust is broken, because that can happen, whether it's from the child to the parent, the parent to the child, can it be repaired? And can you give some some examples of how parents can help rebuild or repair trust in the relationship with their child? Yes, absolutely. It's almost natural for trust to be broken at times, and that's okay. It's definitely possible to repair that trusting relationship. Um, so trust may be broken during natural transitions in life, such as separation from the primary caregiver or starting school, um, developmental stages such as like adolescence or graduation from high school or college um, or leaving home, you know, transitions, transitions happen, um, but it, they can be rebuilt at any time. So parents can rebuild trust by making a fresh start, keeping promises, um, consistent, positive discipline, calm discussions, and just allowing for mistakes. Children can't, and on the other hand, you know, children can rebuild trust by also making a fresh start, keeping promises, admitting when mistakes happen, and having open communication. So it can go both ways. Yes. So I, it, I'm just thinking about like a situation recently where I 
had my daughter gave her multiple opportunities to tell me something and and she kept um avoiding the, the truth and so when he came to it i finally found the truth and i was more disappointed about her not telling me but when we had the, the discussion about it why what drove her to not tell me the the drive was my reaction and she said i don't i'm not afraid of what you're gonna tell me I'm afraid to disappoint you, mm-hmm. and I don't want to disappoint you. So that's why I was avoiding, avoiding the situation all altogether. And I thought to myself, "Wow, I thought I had this like strong relationship with my daughter that she could tell me everything." Mm-hmm. But I think that what was putting her off was my own reactions from past situations. So I and I and I learned that I have to. Be careful how I react <laughs> because it will set the tone for other moments. But not only that, but having those like closure situations that we can say, okay, what do we learn about this? So you're not going to, you're always going to tell me the truth. Yes, there are times that I'm going to be upset, mm-hmm. but I'm always going to be here for you. And, and just, you know, we can both have time to recoup and then come back and talk about it. And it was important to say that out loud. So that she felt comfortable coming back. Absolutely. How amazing was it that you had that opportunity for the open communication and that how like reflective of you, like that you were able to kind of reflect on that as well. And that's that's relationships in a nutshell, you know, being able to have that open communication and being able to reflect on your own, do some self-reflection. Yes, absolutely. And sometimes it's hard, you know, sometimes it's sort of, She's in the other room and I send her a text and I'm like, okay, I'm sorry for what happened. I don't think I can talk about it today, but we'll talk about it tomorrow when you come yes. home from school, you know? So and just being okay with admitting that you're not ready to talk about it too and being vulnerable, showing your kids that it's okay to feel that way sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yes. We are all human at the end of the day. Absolutely. Yes. And like you said, giving the kids opportunities to make those mistakes because Sometimes we're helicopter parents that like to prevent <laughs> and avoid heartaches and problematic situations for our kids. And it's it's important to let them make their mistakes grow and, and move on. So yeah, absolutely. Well, Sierra, thank you so much for being here today with us on Family Ties. And um, is there anything else you would like to add to for our families? Yeah, I mean, I just want to reemphasize that trusting relationships is an ongoing pro- um, process. It is fluid. We are all human, as I stated before, and remember that trust can always be re- repaired. So open communication, dependability, and consistency is key. Perfect. And can you tell us how people can get in contact with you? Yeah. So you can reach me at Thomas C. Um, at wego33.org. It's my last name, Thomas, first initial C, and that's T-H-O-M-A-S-C at W-E-G-O-3-3.org or by phone at 630-293-6060, extension 5357. All right, and all those details will also be um, on the details of, section of this uh, episode. Thank you again so much, Sierra. I really enjoyed our conversation today, and I hope you all did as well. 
It was a very interesting conversation. And uh, thank you for sharing your knowledge and your experience with us today. Thank you so much for having me. As always, it's a wonderful time. Have a good one. Thank you to Ciara for joining us today for this episode. Hope you all enjoy. Please contact us if you have any questions, ideas, or comments. Enjoy life, enjoy your loved ones, and stay healthy. Until next time.